Welcome to the season finale of season eight of Bottom of the Stream. My name is Adam. My name's Nick. Welcome aboard to the stream boat. It's that time of the weekend where we trawl the bottom of the Netflix stream and we're looking for some hidden gems. We are indeed. That's what we do. We've done it for a long time now. It's the last time this season. It's the last time this season. This is the 25th film of season eight of Bottom of the Stream. So it will round out our stream table and we'll see how that ends up when we finish talking about this week's movie. And this week's movie is a movie called Hangman. I know. Hangman was so excited to talk about this. Hangman was released in 2017. It is a 15. It runs for one hour and 38 minutes and is currently rated at 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb. 5.2 out of 10, Nick. Thoughts? I mean... Wasn't blasted last week's movie about a 4.7. I mean, the IMDb ratings are an absolute sham. (laughs) They really are. This this one is going off its star power. (laughs) Because this should never be a 5.2. This isn't a 5.2 movie. This is a 3.8 at best. I'm thinking of reversing the figures. (laughs) 2.5. Okay, interesting. Um, You could probably tell we've not, we've not, this isn't a groundbreaking movie. Uh, but we're going to have a lot of fun telling you why that is. I think so. so. Uh, this movie, as we've mentioned numerous times over the last couple of episodes, stars a man who is none other than Al Pacino. I know. He plays Ray Archer. Al Pacino maybe, I think, is the most famous person we've ever had on the show. I think he's got to be. He's rated up there, isn't he, as the yeah. best actor of all time. Yeah. He's, he is. He's got to be the biggest star we've ever had on yeah. the show. Do you want to know some facts about Al Pacino? I'd I've, love some. I've not written some films down that he's in because <laughs> everybody knows who Al Pacino is. So I thought I'll find some facts out about the guy. You do that. I'm just going to put my sock back on. Why is your sock off? off. I'm going to wait for you to put it back on. Blown it off. <laughs> this movie's blown Nick's socks yeah. off quite literally. Al Pacino's been nominated for nine Oscars. How many do you think he's got? Two. One. Really? He's only got one Oscar. He won for Best Actor in a Leading Role for Scent of a Woman in 1992. Possibly Was- the least... Yeah, it's not a great movie. <laughs> he was nominated twice that year for Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor. Okay. Won Best Actor. He hasn't was last nominated in 2019 for The Irishman. Okay. Netflix original. Hal Pacino. Hal Pacino has never married. Okay. Never been married, which is very rare for a Hollywood A-lister. Absolute bachelor boy. Mm, 100% bachelor. Very good friends. Very close good friends with King Charles III. Really? He stayed at Highgrove House on numerous occasions with the king himself when he was a prince. (laughs) Thought that was really interesting. What do you think they talk about? Heat. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if they've ever sat and watched Hangman together. Oh, that would be amazing if he'd like, I've I've arranged a special screening for your friend, Chuck. (laughs) Pretty Chuck. My new movie, Hangman. Yeah. I reckon they sit and talk about how, like, the royal family is a lot like the Corleones. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like maybe people killed. Maybe and... Al Pacino is the reason why the royal family are a lot like the Corleones. Yeah. Maybe King Charles has gone. I want to be like your family. Yeah. You need a princess killed. I Who know was how it? to the, do that. Was it Prince Philip who used to call him the firm? Call, he yeah, called I the family so, yeah. the firm. Yeah. I had a birthday card with King Charles on the front. Oh, and it said, happy birthday from the artist formerly known as Prince. Nice. Uh, I nice. thought it was really funny. Yeah. Final fact on Al Pacino is he is one of only nine Triple Crown winners. Do you know what a Triple Crown is? He's won three. He's won an Oscar, an Emmy and a Grammy. Tony. Tony. Acting. Yeah. Oh, I thought he might have sung. 
Yeah, he's only one, not, only nine people have ever done it. Al Pacino is one of those nine. Nice. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. This film also stars a guy called Carl Urban. He plays a guy, a character called Will Rooney. Spelt Rooney. Yeah, they pronounced it Rooney. Uh, most famous recently is in The Boys, sure. the Amazon TV show. Was in the Lord of the Rings franchise. Yes. Played Irma. And it's been on the show before. He was in Acts of Vengeance. That's the movie I was thinking of. He was in Acts of Vengeance. Yeah. And also, this movie stars Brittany Snow. She plays Christy Davis. Most famous for the Pitch Perfect films. I would say so. Hairspray? Yes. Things like that. Would you rather? Would I rather what? No, that's <laughs> that's when she was previously on this show. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, she was on. It was in previously in the show on Would You Rather. I'd got actually so so much. I was thinking of uh, Acts of Vengeance partway through this movie. Yeah, I was convinced Carl Urban was going to be the killer. <laughs> Wouldn't have surprised me in, in this slightest. movie as well because that's what that was the twist in Acts of Vengeance, wasn't it? Would he was been, a cop who was would have been better. It would have been the same. <laughs> <laughs> Written by Michael Casey and Charles Huttinger. Um, they've got a few credits on MDB, but nothing that you will have ever heard of, I don't think. Sound like made-up names. Directed by Johnny Martin. If you're talking about made-up names, Johnny Martin sounds like a made-up name. Yeah. Johnny Martin's a very famous stuntman. Okay. He's got 260 credits on IMDb. We've seen for a few stunts alone. A few instances of this, haven't we? Stuntman turning director. Yeah. Yeah, we have. Have a go behind the they, camera. They seem to make bottom of the stream movies. Yeah. Um, Johnny Martin probably should just go back to being a stuntman. That's all I've got to say about him. <laughs> Do you, Nick, have a one-word review? Minus seven. Minus seven? Yeah. That's what it's IMDb score No, because it's like seven, isn't it? But it's <laughs> but terrible. not as good. Yeah. This movie wishes it was seven. Fuck yeah. <laughs> this movie wishes it was Acts of Vengeance. This movie wishes it was Blasted. Right, we need, probably need to start. Where does this movie start, Nick? Al Pacino's in a car. He is. Gets sideswiped by a van. He does, hit and run. Massive scratches down his nice, big sports car. <laughs> I think it's a Pontiac. Yeah, fine. Uh, he's not happy. No. He's very angry. Um, there's a car chase. This movie starts with a car chase within the first 20 seconds. Yeah, it's not much of a car no, chase, this it's one. It's quite a slow car chase, but yeah. it's a car chase nonetheless. I was like, okay. We started off actiony. Maybe it's going to be good all the way through. Um, the car chase ends when Al Pacino they get they pull him over in a tunnel and he arrests the guy. Yeah, and we never really see any more about that. Well, that's, the camera like we never see the guy focuses on a necklace that's hanging from, from the, the, hanging from the, the mirror. Rear view mirror. Al Pacino arrests them. I've written very my very first note says this looks like a TV show, not a film. Yeah, um, and then the credit sequence starts. Yeah, and Which actual, is a TV show's credits. Uh, my notes say actual credits WTF. Yeah, like a TV show. Yeah, it's filmed like a TV show, and its credits are a TV show's credits. Even into the title card at the end of the credits, it's it's really strange. Straight out of that, we get the words on the screen. One year later, a year has now passed since Al Pacino arrested a man for sideswiping his girl. Yeah, I mean. Why is that event significant? <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, we're at the police station. We are. And we meet Detective Rooney, played by Carl Urban. And he meets... Christy in- Davis. Investigative, investigative journalist from the New York Times, Christy Davis. Proper journo's name. Yeah. Yeah. Played by Brittany Snow. Yeah, so she's basically... she plays She's playing a reporter that is going to shadow Carl Urban's character, Detective Rooney... 
for the next few weeks. She's doing a story. Yeah, she's doing a story on detectives in the NYPD. He doesn't like it. He's like, Chief, why am I stuck with this? Yeah. And investigative reporter Christy Davis says, I've got my reasons yeah. for writing this story. <laughs> she's going to keep them to herself. Yeah. But she's got her reasons. Um, then they decide they're going to go for a drive. On patrol. On patrol, because detectives do that. Yeah. And they eventually pull up at a crime scene. Um, and it's not just a crime scene. It's a murder scene. Sure is. And there is a lady hanging from a tree outside a school. Yeah. With a letter O engraved in her chest. Yeah. That's straight in. We're not hanging around. She straight is. in. She's hanging around. Lots of people in this movie are hanging around, but we're not. Um, so he's like, okay, I'm going to go into this school with my gun out and have yeah, a look around. because the door's open, presumably. Yeah. The perp. Might still be there. Yeah. So he, and says, he says he says to Davis, stay outside. Stay here with this beat officer that was on her own that's yeah. found the body. And don't come in. What does she do? Immediately follows him. She follows him in and he nearly shoots her. Yeah. But he doesn't shoot her. Um, because he's found a classroom with two mannequins sitting at a table. Dummies, as he calls them. And a hangman game on the wall of the room. Yeah, the chalkboard. Chalkboard yeah. with two letters filled in. A V and now the O for this lady. And also on the desk in front of these two mannequins are three numbers, two numbers, two three-letter numbers. No, two free digit Digits. I couldn't think of the word digit. I was going to say three number numbers. Three digit numbers, which just happen to be his badge number and his former partner's badge number, who is Al Pacino's character. Yes. Etched into the table at this murder scene. Um. So then we cut to Pacino, who is still in his beautiful car, sitting in his car. I I thought he was on a stakeout. I've written here, Pacino's on a stakeout. But no, he's retired. He's retired. He's just like weird, weirdly watching people. Do you know what he was doing? He was, he was like he was staking out, but he was waiting for the donut shop to open because cop. (laughs) It's exactly what he was doing. Um, And he's, and... Rooney turns up to see him. He gets in the car. Yeah, he knew exactly where he'd be. Yeah, he did. Just waiting for this donut shop to open. Um, so yeah, he gets in the car. They have a bit of a chat. This is where several we find times. Out and this retired. is the fir- sorry. This is the first time of several times in this. I wouldn't say it was a running joke, but it's not a joke. It wasn't funny. It wasn't supposed to be funny. <laughs> where Al Pacino's character goes, "I don't sleep. I never sleep." Yeah. And like that's that's the one characteristic of this. Yeah. Character. We've got this world famous actor playing Al Pacino is in fact an insomniac himself doesn't sleep yeah. apparently that was one of the facts that I left out that I found at the beginning oh, interesting. can we at this point talk about Al Pacino's accent what is it what who is he what is he doing with his voice it's just just for some reason occasionally there's like this southern twang in I, there isn't there I was like I haven't seen Al Pacino in anything for a long time is this what Al Pacino sounds like but it isn't that isn't his actual voice he's putting on an accent yeah it was bad. But it's not, it, Can it, I just say it was bad? It really does flit in and out. Yes, he doesn't use it all the way through the film. No. Just on the occasional and word then, where then, he remembers. Yeah, there's this real southern drawl there yeah. occasionally. Which isn't bad when he does it, but it's... He doesn't always do no, it, it's so it's quite jarring when he does do it. Yeah. It's terrible is what it is. Um, he's doing a crossword when Rooney finds him. Yeah. In Latin. Yeah. Because why not? Um, and Rooney fills him in on the crime scene. He's like, look, I've been to this crime scene. Both of our badge numbers wretched on the table. Probably means you need to come out of retirement, even though you've been in retirement for less than a year. 
So it's time to come back. Um, well, he says, yeah, there's a message for us. It's, yeah, it's for, for us. us. So you need to come back and help me out with this case. And that seems to happen reasonably easily. I feel like it would be a logistical nightmare to get a retired guy back on an active yeah. investigation. But yeah, there you go. I think you're right. <laughs> but he agrees to do it and they go and get some donuts. Um, there's an angry police chief. <laughs> she was so bad. This, she was so bad. Talk about so, your caricature. Christy walks into the police station the next day, and the chief calls her. The chief calls her into yeah. the office, and basically just rips her a new. One. I'm not happy about this arrangement. Yeah. This has been put. This, this is not come my, down from above my pay grade. The yeah. mayor wants you on this story. Or something. I don't want you here. Um, if you're going to be here, everything. If any, don't news, put a toe out of line. Yeah, don't leak anything to the press. She can't leak anything to the press because she is the press. Um, yeah, you've you've seen this character hundreds of times before. It yeah. was a cookie cutter police chief character until she pulls back from her desk and she's in a wheelchair, which was unusual, but it happens, <laughs> I guess. But I wasn't expecting it, and but, there she was. I don't know why she was, but she but was. there's the way that this film is edited and like that's not the, there's something that happens in in a few scenes as well equally where it's like supposed to be this big reveal, yeah, and. With and it's got this big dramatic music as she sort of turns around in a wheelchair and just like, oh, okay, okay, she's in a wheelchair. Fine, she's a cop. She's probably been stabbed or shot or something. Yeah. Which which it turns this, out later on is exactly what's happened. But, but this movie is expecting me. It like the way this is edited is like this movie is expecting me to go. Oh my god! That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it wants you to do. I've written a bit further on in my notes that this movie feels like the highlights of a bad TV show. Yeah. It feels like do you a think, TV show's been edited down to two let, hours. Well, let's get straight to it. Do you think... I would like... Am I giving it too much of the benefit of the doubt to say, I hope there's a lot of this on the cutting room floor? I think there is. I think there has to be. But it's still an because hour we'll and get to it as well. well. Loads happens off camera. Oh, God, yeah. Most of the film happens off camera. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, all the police work happens off camera. Yeah. Or they just know stuff. Yeah. They're, they're really good at just knowing shit. <laughs> really, ma- I've written it down a few times, but it really makes me laugh how they just know stuff. If you're a cop, an actual policeman, yeah, policewoman, watching something like this, you must... I mean, I laughed through this. Yeah, I, I laughed all the way through this. And I, can it's you imagine ludicrous. thinking, like, is that what people really think? <laughs> like, this portrayal of... That's Al Pacino. Yeah. The, the greatest, greatest actors actor of, of all time. time. Carliban, who's a very good actor. Yeah. Even Britney So is pretty good. Yeah. And, and not in this. But, uh, <laughs> None of them are good Generally. And that's, do people think this is what cops are like? I don't. Like, you've got to be pretty stupid to. But maybe. It's, it's so lazy. So lazy, this movie. Yeah, it is. It super is. But anyway, yeah, the, the police captain's unnecessarily angry for no reason. Uh, next uh, is the autopsy. Yeah, they this go is, to the autopsy. This is the first time Archer's back in the building. Yes. He's on the case. Yes, that's He's... Pacino's character. We'll probably yeah. call him Archer from now on. Yeah. Um, yeah, they go, the three of them go to watch this autopsy of this dead lady that's been found at this crime scene. And the medical examiner is delighted to see Archer. She yes. says, oh, I can't believe you're back. It's fantastic. Archer doesn't like the presence of a press person there. No. But then very quickly changes his tone on Christy and becomes really nice to her. He oh, doesn't yeah, like yeah. her in this scene, yeah. but then after that, he's, he's, fine. he's fine with her all the yeah. way through. 
probably more. We never than... see a development no. on camera that no. changes that. He doesn't like her being there in this scene, and then for the rest of the film, he's probably friendlier than Rooney is all the way through. Yeah, at least Rooney had a couple of lines where he's like, "Oh, I'm not. I don't like this. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not with this arrangement." Um, we would find out during this autopsy that the body had the O cut into it before death. Yeah. The body was still warm when they got to the scene. When they when it got to the autopsy, oh, yeah. when it got to the mortuary, it was still warm. So it hadn't been dead for long. Um, there's lots of recent broken bones in this body, yeah, but pelvis, so somebody ribs. somebody who's been beaten before, yeah, and potentially a domestic violence victim. Yes, is the theory that they're working on. Cause of death is the hanging, but there is also a two points on the head where she's been knocked out. Yeah. That's, so she was, it sounds like from what the autopsy woman was saying was he cut the O into her, then knocked her out, then hung her from a tree and killed her. Um, then uh, they go to the lady's apartment. Yeah, the victim's house. The Vic's house. And Al Pacino walks into a room, opens a bag or a drawer. I love this. Puts his hand straight on a phone. Unlocks like, the phone and there's only one number in there. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. That's the first one so, where I really yeah, so There's not even any acting of searching. No. This man walks, opens the drawer, there's phone, looks at it, one number in it. Yeah. That's police. That's the police work. Yeah. And that all happens before Carl Urban walks into a room and finds the room caked in blood. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Floor to ceiling. Blood. Yeah. Blood's everywhere. All over the ceiling and the floor. And... I'm telling you now, this woman didn't die of hanging. <laughs> because if she did, she had no blood in her system at all. There's at least a full human's blood in that room. Um, Pacino finds two... I'm, I am going to call him Pacino and Urban. I don't want to, but that just seems to be what's happening. He finds two toothbrushes in the bathroom. Yeah. So this... And Pacino's... Uh, instantly. Archer's like, oh, it's Joey... Joey, Joey somebody, someone. Yeah. That's the only number in this phone. Look. So that must be his toothbrush. Must yeah. be her boyfriend. Let's go and sort him out. And then Rooney finds some, like, gimp suits in the cupboard. Yep. Yeah. Because and and again the movie goes like <laughs> I love that it was like a doom and then there's just a gimp mask and a dildo. And like, what is going on in this movie? Um, I think that implies that she liked rough sex, hence all the broken bones. I guess that's what they were saying. Yeah, it never mentions well, it again. Yeah. Um, so they go to the boyfriend's house. I've written it sex wardrobe. But <laughs> yeah, they go to see Joey. But. Archer knows loads of stuff about the victim now. Yeah. Because in the car journey, it transpires that off camera, he's already interviewed her parents. <laughs> yes, he has. And he's like, oh, I know, you know, he's she's been seeing this. Joey. Yeah, Joey for months and blah, blah, blah. The parents haven't met him and I spoke to them for hours this morning. I'm like, did you? <laughs> <laughs> because they were never cast. Even, yeah. They're not even in this movie. So, well done. I was really confused by this scene then because... They, they turn up at this house and there's a girl sitting outside. Yeah. And they're like, we've come to speak to Joey. And then she shouts inside to warn somebody that the police are here. Yeah. Does she shout, hey, Joey, the police are here? Yeah. And then a man runs away. Tries to run tries away. Tries to run away. Doesn't even get to the back door. Doesn't get to the back door. Pacino and Urban are in there arresting this man. Correct. Christy then spots something outside that she recognised, which I think was some cigarettes. I think so. I, I felt like there'd been a cut a bit. I didn't understand what it was that Christy recognised. She saw an ashtray full ashtray. of cigarettes, which I feel like we've seen previously in this movie for like a split I second. Didn't. I don't know. Which causes the girl who's sitting outside to run away. Yeah. And it turns out she's Joey. Yeah, because every time she runs past a neighbour, they go, where are you going, Joey? Joey, where are you going? 
What, what are you running for? So who was the guy inside? Was he called Joey too? No, that was uh, just... But why did he run then? He lived with. Why didn't he go, what do you mean you're Joey, not me? <laughs> when she shouts, Joey, the police are here. She should, he should have gone, well, that's you. <laughs> not to start running. <laughs> that wouldn't be convenient for the film. <laughs> Maybe so he just really needed a buzz and he was already running to the I'd, I'd like to think that they were brother and sister. Both and called they're Joey. both called Joey. Fine. <laughs> because he's never mentioned again. They arrest him, you never see him again. Yeah. Uh, but so then there's a foot chase, um, and she's basically running away. Yeah. And Carl Urban's running after her. I yeah. Nearly said Keith Urban. <laughs> Carl Urban's running after her through all these back gardens, back gardens, streets, side street, house. Ends, runs through somebody's house at yeah, one point. Yeah. She ends up running through like a dive bar. <laughs> yeah. And this is the f- again. This happens several times in this movie. Yeah. Where just just because it's easy for the plot. Yeah. And the timing. She. At the exact moment she runs out of this dive bar into the street, Archer, Al Pacino's character, just runs her over. <laughs> yeah, like, just the hits timing the is, I don't know, this guy should be playing the lottery. Yeah, 100%. If he has that sort of look. I loved what happened in the bar as well, because she, she ran through the bar. She obviously knew everybody in this bar. Yeah. And there was, she was like, protect me. And she made people like stop in Urban's way. And then he just pulls his gun out and they all part yeah. like the seven seas and he runs straight through them. It's really funny. Um, yeah, so they arrest her. Take her to the police station and they start questioning her. Yeah, but everyone, they're all sitting at the, just before they start interrogating her. So Davis and Archer and Rooney are all sitting around like getting ready to talk to her. And they're all like, fucking hell, who who could have predicted she was Joey's a woman? (laughs) Like they're all absolutely gobsmacked. They're absolutely flabbergasted. This is really not. It's not the, a big, big surprise. twist that you think it is. <laughs> oh, it was funny though. It was funny. So they go in and question her, and it becomes quite quickly. And Pacino even like winks at the camera, like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> lesbians, eh?" <laughs> Basically, he actually does. Um, it's so shit. During this interrogation, it becomes quite quickly clear that Joey is not aware of the death of her friend. No, Carrie. I think the girl Ca- was Carrie or Carrie. Or Carrie. Or Carrie. Yeah. Uh, yes, they liked a bit of rough sex. Yes. But she did not know and was not aware that this girl was dead. Yeah. Pacino tells her in the most brutal way possible. Yeah. He just slaps the crime scene. <laughs> Here's all the photos of your dead of mate, dead girlfriend. And I was like, that is brutal. And then he just he just talks to her as if like she's murdered this girl. Yeah. When it's quite clear that she didn't know that she was dead. They they cannot read a like a human. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't then they then don't tell her anything. No. And then just leave the room. They both just back oh, no, away. She asks for a soda. She does. No, uh, Rooney goes. Look, you seem a bit upset. I'm not really sure why. <laughs> <laughs> but let's both go and here's. I'll a get. Drink. I'll get you a drink. Here's a soda. And I'm like, she must be so confused about why her friend's dead and why she's been arrested for it. Um, Rooney then go. They go outside the room and Rooney goes, "I don't think she did it, you know." <laughs> and Pacino's like, well, "I think she did." <laughs> What the fuck is going on? Um, when they go, then Christie's looking through the window, watching her the entire time. Yeah, yeah. And then goes, uh, "Guys, she's just slit her wrists in there." <laughs> she just she must have seen what she was doing. Yeah, she never took her eyes off the window. And they go back in, and it turns out she's somehow butchered this soda can. Yeah, and sliced her wrists open with it. Yeah. Does she or does she not die? Later on, she does. Okay, cool. She, okay. 
I mean, it's specifically said she dies later on. Does she? Yeah, I will pick that up. Okay, I, I, might, I might have it. It's a little, little bit important at this moment. In time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is taken to the ICU. Yes. She's not in a good way. Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm with you. She's not dead, and she does have an alibi. Yes. She was not in town when Carrie was murdered. Um. Then so, it's revealed that they've got a DNA hit. Yeah, so Archie goes, oh, I've got the results from the uh, DNA testing we asked for. I was like, what? What? <laughs> On the bedroom blood? Yeah. Which I figured we knew whose that was. <laughs> but apparently, it was an animal blood. He said it was part, part human, part animal blood. Yeah. And okay. also not the blood of our victim. No. Because they then that leads them to a church. He goes, it's, uh, it's the blood of this, this con. And this is his address. So again, this has all happened off camera. We're yeah. just in the car on the way to the next... What, uh, what animal? <laughs> he killed an at animal? At this point, he doesn't say. Okay. But Pacino's like, yeah, yeah, I've been talking to someone else. It's human blood and animal blood. We're on the way to this address. Yeah. Of this... Co- Ex-con. The, the match oh, came yeah. to this human blood. Convict, yeah. yeah. Oh, so strange. So the three of them go and follow up this lead that they've got. And it uh, turns and out... They, at first, there was a church. church. Yes. It wasn't a church. a church. It was like a mausoleum. Well, it did have a church. It was, it was a like church. It was like a mausoleum. It was, yeah, it was like... Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, it's all creepily lit. Yeah. Because it's church. Serial killer film. Yeah. And our three heroes sort of tiptoe their way in. Down the middle of the aisle. This made me laugh again. And... <laughs> Suddenly, a, a a body falls from the ceiling, but it's it's still suspended, so it's on a swing. On a crucifix. Yeah. It's attached to a crucifix, and it swings down and nearly takes out Urban, yeah. uh, Rooney, and Pacino saves him, pushes him out of the way. Yeah, but, but his takes, back goes. His back goes, and he takes the full hit himself with this swinging crucifix body and just goes down like a little old man. Yeah. He <laughs> just... It really made me laugh. And they both were like, oh, are you okay, little old man? You've just fallen over. And they just ignore the fact that there's this body hanging from the Considering scene. this movie is directed by a stuntman, <laughs> there are two, in inverted commas, stunts yes. that Al Pacino does in this movie. Yes. That are the among the worst stunts I've ever I'm pretty seen. sure he does them himself and he is nearly 80. <laughs> so, Regardless if he does them or a stunderable does them. They're terrible. They're awful. Yes. And this are. is the first one. This is the first one. And yeah. he, he basically just tumbles to the floor like yeah. a little old man. No, not like the fact that you've just been hit by a flying crucifix. Like you've just been pushed over by a little child. Is, it, is this the body that's also uh, got a pig's head on? But this is the body yeah. that's also got a pig's head on. Indeed. Um, because reasons. <laughs> I've written it, knocks Archer flying. <laughs> and in the background, behind all of this commotion, a man runs away. Yeah, like a hoodie. And they see him. They don't chase him. No. They just no. see him go. Rooney's going to chase him. And then... He's more concerned about why his friend's on the floor. Davis is like, oh, no, he needs help. He's not well. And, and he decides to help Archer instead. Who's fine. He's just been pushed to the ground. And I think this is the first point where I'm like, I'm thinking, well, if if this movie is expecting me to be surprised at the fact that lesbians exist <laughs> and people can be in wheelchairs, then I'm pretty sure it's going to try and pull the twist that, like, the journalists behind all this <laughs> and i was like yeah like, spoiler not not but i, I was ready for i wouldn't be i thing. wouldn't have been surprised i'm with you um, this film then makes me laugh again because a reverend turns up who just happens to be the man that they're looking for yeah yeah david green yeah and it was his blood that was in the bedroom it was indeed reverend 
green. Yeah. Like off of Cluedo. Okay. <laughs> I just couldn't. I was like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Um, they question him. Turns out he's a convicted felon that's done good, turned his life around. Yeah. And is now running this um, church. It's halfway house group. type thing, isn't it? Yeah. He's not allowed to be a full on priest, yeah. but he's allowed to be a priest of ex-cons. Um, the dead body that swipes them yeah. from the ceiling was the janitor. He's the janitor, the church's janitor. Um, but the police, priest, the Reverend Green, turns out that he's been out of town. That's his deal. He's got an alibi. Yeah, well, no. Cause, well, he says uh, he's got an alibi. Yeah, because uh, Archer and Rooney say, well, why is your blood at this this yeah. Kerry's house? <laughs> and then we get the reason. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's stolen his blood. Yeah. So a few months ago, he woke up in the middle of the night um, to a man standing over him, stealing his blood. Yeah. With a syringe. And they obviously don't believe him because yeah, that's but ludicrous. At least, at least Reverend Green says <laughs> you're not Green. you're not going to believe this. <laughs> he does say that. Yeah, he does actually say the line. You're never going to believe this, and they don't. And then uh, what, is this supposed to be comedy? Because like Archie, no, goes, I don't think so. Archie says, "Oh yeah, I remember the time when I woke up and the um, <laughs> man stood over me having taken my blood." No, I don't fucking believe you. <laughs> Oh my god, it is so stupid. It's really badly delivered by Pacino as well. That, it was uh, really bad in this scene. I think we say from this, from in this movie, Al Pacino is fucking terrible. They're all terrible. They're all terrible. Al Pacino yeah. is on a different level of actor. But there's a couple. So there's a couple of scenes where the ter- that the terribleness of the performances stood out, and this was one of them. I would go as far as Green. to say that the acting in this film is some of the worst we've ever seen, and yet. All of these people are highly regarded actors, and I've seen like, especially good in Al Pacino. All, yeah, I've, I've seen them, them all good, good in stuff. It's Al Pacino. It's it's. I think it is amongst the worst, given how much better it should be. Yeah, not all three of these people are dialing this film in. Yeah, they are not putting any effort in whatsoever. Pacino's not even remembering his accent most of the time, <laughs> and it's 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 all the acting in this film is awful by all three of them. And they're all three good actors. Yeah. But they just, they have not bothered with this film at all. Um, anyway, yeah, this guy says, somebody's stolen my blood. Remember, that room was full of blood. But this guy only had one syringe of blood stolen. But that doesn't yeah, seem but to be the rest of it was all pigs. Yeah, of course it was. I guess. Why would it not be? <laughs> um, Christy then is in Rooney's office with Archer, but Rooney's not there. Oh, this, I've actually written, this scene is fucking stupid. Because they're talking in code. Yeah. When nobody else is in the room. But they don't tell us what they're talking about. <laughs> no. And I, I could feel my life, I could feel my life draining away in this scene. <laughs> yeah, basically, Christie's found something. In Rooney's desk. Rooney's got a I file on his desk because it's been, we've never been told it, but we know something's happened to Rooney's wife yes. in the past. We don't know what at this point, but we know something is going on with his wife. There's an open case that he's not allowed to work on, blah, 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 blah. She's found something in these case files which she then shows to Pacino, to Archer. Yeah. And he sits down like he's just been told his mum's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like... How have oh, we never seen it? I can't it? believe I've never seen this. I can't believe I missed it. But we don't know what We don't know what they're at, talking about. Oh, we're talking about. No. So it, the whole... We've got no context to this scene whatsoever. No. Which we makes We don't know what this case so is about. Stupid. We don't know what they've missed. It's pretty obvious... I kind of figured it out, but <laughs> that's not the point. I should have been yeah. told. 
<laughs> it's so bad. But basically, they Rooney and Archer miss something. This film is case. very disrespectful to its audience. Yes, hundred percent. It really is. It really is. Um, anyway, so we leave that for a little bit. It comes back into action in a little while. Um, Rooney's then done some investigation because he's a cop, and he's found out that Reverend Green has an alibi. His alibi is true, and also, yeah, somebody did steal his blood. At some yeah, there point. was chlo- they found traces of chloroform, chloroform in, in the blood. blood. Uh, Pacino at this point points out, by the way, this film's called Hangman and the the guy's leaving Hangman clues. However, um, we've not we've got three letters on our Hangman board. Yeah. But we've only got two bodies. So he says we haven't even found the first We haven't victim. even found the first victim yet. And this is the point where you put two and two together and come up with four because it's pretty obvious what's fucking happening here. And how yeah. did it I'm really confused. How did they work out that he's gonna kill someone at eleven PM every day? Because he did kill someone at eleven PM two days in a row. Okay, fine. <laughs> but they're only going on like estimated time of death, aren't they? Yep. But that's they, they, no. The watch, the Rolex had stopped. That's right. On the janitor, yeah. and they were like, "Why has the janitor got a Rolex? Because he's a janitor, and janitors can't afford yeah. Rolexes. And why has it stopped at dead on eleven o'clock? Yeah. That's when. And then that they were like, like and then they said to the the medical examiner, "Wasn't the body last night? Wasn't that around eleven o'clock?" And she's like, "Yeah, it was." So they're like, "Right, the bodies are being killed at exactly eleven o'clock every night." Every night from now on, this is we know this is fact. Then my first, this is my first, uh, first time it occurred to me as well because we get a good look at like the actual hangman game as well. Yeah. Why is no one ever trying to solve what this word is? This was my biggest problem with this movie. <laughs> Nobody ever tries to solve this word, and when the word is solved, it's never explained what the word means. I, I, I've got that for you. I've got that for you. I know what it is, yeah. but the film never tells us. No. It only gives us one quick glimpse of what the word yeah. was. The hangman thing is completely redundant in this movie from the start. Like, even if in the background they had a room of people desperately trying to work out what this word is. It's the first thing the police would do in this situation. Yeah. What is this word that we're being told? Because if we can get to it, we might have some sort of clue. Nobody ever tries to figure it out. It gets revealed to us at the end and then they never, ever mention what it even means. <laughs> it really, really annoyed me. Well, we'll get to that. Um, just when they realise that everybody's being murdered at 11pm. It's 11pm. It's 11pm. Um, and so they go to a pig farm because, because the they, band had a pig's head on. Yeah. And, and they, they, they could trace it. Trace because, the Because the FDA yeah, stamp all pig's heads with serial numbers. So they go to a pig farm. Um, they go and investigate in this... It's more like it's like a abattoir, yeah. Type. It's not a pig farm because they're all the pigs are dead. They're not alive. Um, so they go and investigate. They leave Christy on her own in this room, and there's basically loads of hanging pigs around, pig carcasses, and then Pacino runs into a hanging dead human. He does. Yeah. <laughs> Literally runs into yeah. it. There's another hangman game on the wall. Yeah. And there's a, now a, another dead body. Um, Christy sees a guy. Through the through the pigs pigs carcasses. Yeah, she drops her phone. I think at one point as yeah, well. Yeah, I think and, she does. And the, the racks of meat hooks start moving around. Yeah, he put the guy put something on the floor as well, but I couldn't tell what that yeah. was. Um, well, maybe he switched the phone. So he he messed with her phone. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did something with her phone. Um, then there's this whole sequence because uh, the medical examiner lady turns up, and she reveals that the body's frozen, but the pigs aren't. And Pacino said, well, that could have only happened if the body was wet. 
because they're, it's frozen at a different speed than the pigs freeze at. Yeah. So and the body at some well, she, point. She's like, well, it is wet. We're full of water. These <laughs> yeah. pigs' carcasses aren't. They're yeah. drained. Yes. But, but, but that, that's not good enough for Pacino. <laughs> he's like, well, that would have made, frozen it a bit, but no, no, he's frozen too quickly. So I reckon this guy was wet. Yes. That means we've got to go to the river. This body's been in the river. <laughs> I was just at this point I'm just sitting shaking my head at the screen of this movie because they just know shit yeah so they, they just they go shit. to exactly where they need yeah, to go they next. find they do a sweep of the river find a car it's a big river they're, but they're exactly, they're exactly where that exact spot in the river yeah and it's and just as they pull this car out this is the point where Archer decides to reveal to Rooney what Christie has found earlier on yeah not the best timing maybe but hey ho also how fucking stupid are these cops to have missed this because <laughs> yeah. they so it turns out Archer shows Rooney a, a crime scene photo of his dead, dead wife. wife his wife's been murdered yeah. a year ago yeah. just before Archer retired um, and she's got a big V cut into her yeah there's a massive V in her chest which they've missed <laughs> they've missed it imagine it's a good job it was a V because imagine if it was like an M <laughs> or, or an S or something you could you, I guess you can miss a V because it just looks like two big slash marks but <laughs> also the letter that they'd been given at the beginning of the game was a V. So basically I, I what this is saying... I don't think it should have took another three murders for them to put <laughs> this to, this together somehow. No, and Hutch is like, it can't be the same person. It can't be, you're stupid. She was never hung. She wasn't never hanged. Yeah. And Hutch is like, no, because you interrupted her before the, the V wasn't even finished being cut. You interrupted when you found the body. You hadn't had time to hang her. And again, Archer just knows all this. Yeah. So then Rooney picks up a rock, smashes the car window, <laughs> pulls out a parking ticket, goes, here, Eric Anderson, that's the next person we need to talk to. Let's go now. That's <laughs> exactly it. Police what work happens. That is exactly what happens. Oh my God, it's so stupid. Um, yeah, so they just go to that house. There's a parking ticket in the car. We don't know. We, I don't think we ever find out who this body is <laughs> that they found hanging in the freezer. Or why it needed to be for... Oh, fucking, it's ridiculous. So they go to this house and they find a model railway. You know, like these people have big like model yeah. villages. Yep. And it's a model village of the town they're in. Yeah. Medina, I think it's called. And there is a person in the model railway hanging from a railway pylon. Yeah. Above the, a railway the, line. At the, at the train yard. Yeah, the train yard. So Pacino's like, right, well, that's where the next body is. Let's go. It's five to midnight. Five to 11. Let's go. Yeah, we can get there. We can beat his timeline. Yeah, we can get there. They get there. It isn't 11 o'clock yet. Um, occasionally, a clock will just appear on the screen. Oh, yeah, that does happen. It does happen. Time. Like an alarm clock that. clock. Yeah. And so we know just so we know what the time is. That's the only reason. Uh, but this guy's still alive because the, the people die at dead on 11. And it's like two minutes yeah, to 11. He's, so he's worked out how long this guy needs to hang for so yeah. he dies at 11. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being... You are being facetious because... Uh, yeah. But that's yeah. exactly what happens. So, But this guy's still alive. So they can't get him down because he's too high. So Christy drives the car over. Yeah. Rooney climbs onto the car. They drive the car onto the train track. Yeah. Rooney climbs onto the car, grabs this guy and then can't figure out how to get him down. So just holds him. And because they're stupid cops, they just shoot at everything. There's a lot of shooting at ropes at nooses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they have this three times. This is the first I time. can't believe it would be that difficult to make this train stop either. No, like I think the driver you're right. of this train is just like fuck it. I don't care. I don't care. I have any people in front of me. I ain't putting the brakes on for no one. So there's a train coming. Yeah. 
Um, it's going to hit this guy. That's the plan. Uh, dead on 11, it's going to hit this guy and kill him. Now it's going to hit a car. Now it's going to hit a car. Two, two policemen, a journalist and a hanging yeah. man. <laughs> so Rooney's desperately trying to get this man down. Well, he's not de- he's, he wants to be desperately trying to get this man yeah. down. He isn't doing anything. He's just holding him. Archer's like, Rooney, get off the fucking tracks as the train come in. Christy's shouting gone. as well. She's, she's cleared off. Yeah. But she's shouting as well. And eventually Archer pulls Rooney off this guy. The train hits the guy and the car. The car explodes into a million pieces. Presumably, lots of people die on the train. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, the train gets derailed and takes out the rest of the town. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But that's what would happen. It just goes straight through. Was that Al Pacino's car that he was in at the beginning of the film? Uh, I don't think it was. I thought it was because... But it can't have been because he's in it again at the end of the film. I don't think it is. But that's what they were driving all the way through. But then... I was confused by that. Uh, that hadn't stuck in my head that it was his car that got destroyed on the train track. It was. I thought it was. And then when his car appears later on in the film, it threw me. So I was confused. Um, Archer and Rooney then have a big argument about why did you just let that man die when I could have saved him, even though I wasn't doing anything. Um, Archer, Archer tells him to chop, stop chasing ghosts. Don't know what that means, but that's what he's doing, apparently. They argue and then they have a hug. I didn't understand why Rooney was so angry at Archer specifically here. Yeah, no, not me. He was like... Because he was the one who pulled him away from saving this man, but he was not even attempting in any way to save this man. He would have died himself. But anyway, he realises that in the end and they have a big hug and they make friends. And this scene here, because Chris comes back around around the corner where they're sort of making, arguing, making friends. I love you, I love you, buddy. This, This is where I point my notes. This is three good actors acting... Terribly. terribly there's a couple of scenes where i've written that and this is one of them it's yeah. it's awful it's really bad um in the next scene the press have found out that the town has a serial killer yeah five bodies in the press finally know um nobody ever thinks well maybe christie's leaked this to the press even though that was teased earlier on never read nobody really cares um there's no evidence from the train guy no say because he's in a million yeah, bits they're at a dead end now until there is. Until there is. Rooney goes out into the main Chris, cop, the main police station. He's like, right, nobody's going home tonight. Let's try and figure out what's going on. Work harder. Yeah, he's not the boss. But still no one's trying to solve this hangman <laughs> nope. game. Christy says, well, this is different, isn't it? I mean, because the plan here was for this guy to get hit by the train. Yeah. Not, he wasn't it was, displayed was gonna, as a hanging. Yeah, he, wasn't, he was hanging, but he wasn't going to die from that. He was dying, going to die from getting hit by the train. That's unusual, isn't it? And then, <laughs> if this is all as this movie would like us to believe, uh, uh, you know, a seven-esque planned out yeah. trail for the cops to Super follow. Super intelligent serial killer. How in the hell can this, this serial killer know that this guy's going to get mashed by this train, yet the cops get just lucky enough to find a fingerprint finger yeah they find a finger and fingerprint it yeah and to know to work out the identity of this this guy now if someone had said now that just makes it ridiculous because they're like oh luckily we found a finger yeah why didn't why isn't there just a line of dialogue saying oh shit it's, he's not got a finger yeah it's been cut off yeah and it had been put somewhere for them to find yeah that's the I know that's only a little detail but that's the real difference between a good film and this film. Yeah. Because it literally goes, oh, someone found a thing. You know, they yeah. found a, a, a piece of finger. piece of finger. What they could have also done is let Rooney 
get this man from in front of the train. It would, but the hanging had killed him. Yeah. Then you've just got a body, yeah. which you can then fingerprint and identify. Yeah. He doesn't need to be hit by the train. So it's, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. But anyway, this generic policeman comes in. He's like, we found a finger. We fingerprinted it. It's revealed a name. The name is Nathan Stone. Or Shine. Sh- Shine. And again, this movie's going like, oh, fuck, Nathan Shine. <laughs> but and Pacino literally going, does that. And I'm going. Who's Nathan Shine? Don't know. Do you know who Nathan Shine is? He's the guy who crippled the captain yeah. back in the day. And put, the only person that knows that out of this entire police station is retired policeman Raymond Archer. Yeah. So he's like, where's the captain? Where's the fucking captain? The captain's not seen here. her today? Yeah. And some, some extra goes, oh, actually, she's not been here. <laughs> she's not been in today. And also, it's nearly 11 o'clock again. Mm-hmm. So that's taken a whole day to find yeah. that finger. <laughs> so what do you do? You go to the captain's house um where they find her hanging from the ceiling they do she is alive um she's a, hanging from a ceiling it's a she, room is eight foot she does foot. not have a letter no she's nothing etched into her. her um so again archer doesn't know what to do when he finds hanging bodies because <laughs> he just grabs the legs and holds them up and then doesn't know what to do with not archer rooney so rooney's holding her up and then archer just shoots a massive fucking hole in the ceiling <laughs> <laughs> and she just falls down rather than nobody thinks this is just rope I could cut it or untie it I'm just going to keep shooting at the ceiling until the rope gives and away. then they go there's no letter maybe the guy's still here yeah oh maybe he is yeah um, and then this was really terribly oh but also the house was rigged with trip wires oh yeah yeah don't know why this was don't know what they were for um, yeah this was terribly edited because I hadn't got a fucking clue what was happening here no so Archie goes I had, to re- I had to rewind it three times when Al Pacino lets the man out yeah yeah because Rooney goes upstairs because they're sweeping the house yeah Go opens the bathroom door can see there's a body in the bath yeah. but the shower curtain's drawn pulls the shower curtain back sure enough there's a body in the bath and then a man dressed as a cop walks out walks past both of them Pacino just lets him out yeah Pacino's like oh sorry mate you're a cop Buffy pop. And then uh, and then Rooney shouts down, he was adre- he's dressed as a cop. Yeah. Because- and Archie's like, oh, I've just seen a man dressed as a cop. And I'm so, like, what? what? So what I think has happened yeah. is that, but the film doesn't explain any of this, is that the first responder has got there. Yes. Not oh. took, not tried to unhang the body at all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that falls down straight away. But the first responders got there, interrupted the killer. Yeah. The killers killed the first responder police officer. Yeah. Put him in a bath. Yeah. Stripped him. (laughs) Put his uniform on. And then used... All while they're downstairs trying to shoot down the captain. Yeah. What the fuck? I hadn't picked up on that at all, but you're right. The first responder got there first. The serial killer overpowered him. Yeah. And then, yeah, has, has walked out. But at no point does Pacino go, oh, hang on, there wasn't a cop in here before. <laughs> Where did this cop come yeah, from? Yeah, exactly. They didn't know he was, there was anyone else There was else no other the cops house. there. It's not like there was loads of cops outside there or was anything. A few. There was a few, but yeah. not like... But they were waiting for someone. They weren't. They were the, yeah, they were there first. I'm glad you've explained that because my, my question was going to be, who's the body in the bath? So that makes more sense mm. now of who that was. Okay. I but th- I literally three times I went back to watch the I watched the it twice and I still didn't get it. Walk out past Pacino. They just walked straight past him as if they were like best mates. 
Um, then we get another car. Well, it's not a car chase. It's a car chasing a motorbike yeah. chase. Um, it's quite good. It's, it's it's a weaving motorbike and a car going through traffic, trying to get away from each other. Um, and then the the motorbike kind of. I don't really know how to explain this. They go they go under a bridge and he he r- crashes into a car. Doesn't yeah. he? This guy on the motorbike. Yeah. So he gets up and starts walking. Yeah. Walking. Yeah. Um, like being a stone cold stone, badass yeah. type thing. That was in the middle of the road. Is. And Rooney's like, right, I'm going to run him over. Yeah. Rooney's like, right, I can see this can guy. See I've got a clear shot at him. Yeah. We're just going to run him down. Let's just run him down. And Archer's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Stop. Don't stop, run him stop. down. Stop. Don't run him down. And then they get sideswiped by a truck. Yeah. Because the presumably again we're supposed to believe the perp has seen that there's this crossroads yeah. and can see this truck coming. <laughs> yeah, and he just watches them get sideswiped. Oh, so stupid. And then nothing else. The guy gets away and then it's the next morning. Yeah, cut to the morning and Chris is coming out of the hospital. It's yeah, like they're all in, coming out of the hospital. It's like in GTA. It is, yeah. get busted. Yeah, it's exactly, morning, the- it's exactly that. It's exactly They're all coming out of hospital. So, Well, no, they're not. Because... <laughs> this this also made me laugh because uh, Rooney picks her up and says, "Are you okay?" Yeah. And Christy says, "Yeah, I'm fine. I've just got a slight concussion. <laughs> I think you either are. Yeah, you, are, you, you Yeah, you have one or not. And and then Archer turns up and says, "Right, we need to go and interview the captain. Find out if she knew she saw the per." Oh, yeah, it does. And Rooney goes, "I've already done it. I've already spoke to her. Yeah, I've already uh, I've already took a statement. She there's no leads. She didn't see anything. <laughs> she didn't know anything." So it's more off-camera police work. <laughs> Rooney then says to Christy, look, this is a ridiculous thing. You just need to walk away. You go home. Yeah, you no know, point you, sh- you being in danger. You shouldn't be in danger. This is stupid. Um, so they all leave in Archer's car. And then I've written here, Christy gives some unnecessary backstory on her character. She loves cops. What, she loves cops and she's not leaving. Yeah. It goes on for ages. She's, yeah, she's like, but, I see what you guys do, what, yeah. who you fight for. and But she basically what comes out of it is her saying, no, I'm not going home. She's staying on the case. Yeah. Um, Archer then wants to get Still, to the Still, by the way, no one's trying to solve this word. Nope. No, we've got like five letters in this eight-letter <laughs> word now as well. Can't be many. Um, Archer then says, right, what we need to do is figure out your wife was killed a year ago, then the murders all stopped, and now they've started again. Yeah. So what happened in that year? And Rooney says, well, serial killers only ever stopped for three reasons. This was actually, a, for a split second, some good logic. Yeah. So he's like, a serial killer will stop when they're killed. Yeah. Will stop when they're arrested. Or will stop when they... Are in jail. Are in jail. Yeah, basically. There's, there was three. I can't remember what they were. No, it's, uh, it was killed, finished their game, I think. Something like that. Or, there was yeah, three. or in jail. Or in jail. And then, so they instantly go, well, he's not dead. Yeah. He's not finished. He must have been in jail. Let's look at everybody who's been in jail. It actually say, let's look at everybody who's been in jail for the last year. <laughs> and it takes Christy to go, well, remember this guy's, this is personal to you two. Yeah, he wrote your badge numbers. He wrote your badge numbers, numbers on the table. So it's probably somebody you've put in jail, maybe. And then I didn't really understand this either. Um, oh no, before that, there's, this happens before this. There's a, it's 11 o'clock again. So then they have to go to a crime scene. Yeah. Which I don't know how they found this one, but they did. And this, so I presume someone just called it in. Yeah. So there's another person hanging in the street. Yeah. And this is the point where they do their slow motion strut. They do, yeah. Down the three of them walk down this like 
dark alley that's smoking like in a, alleys for some reason in movies smoke yeah they don't smoke in real life but they do in movies and they all walk down together there's the two guys in front and the girl behind and they're, it's in slow motion and they're strutting and I was, I was pissing myself I'm like you three look ridiculous here how have you allowed that in a movie you look ridiculous um, so they look up and between these two buildings there is a body hanging with another letter on I think it was a T yeah um, but it's really high up. So they turn around and just walk away again. Yeah. Bearing in mind, they know that this person has been at every crime scene they've been at. And then we see above, he's just on the platform. This guy's just there. And they don't even look. <laughs> they just turn around and walk away. And, and this I'm one... Like, I've written it. These cops suck. And this <laughs> one was terrible. Joey. Yeah, it was. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because he was in a hospital gown. I did not get that at all. <laughs> I did not get that at all. So hence when you said earlier, did she die? I was like, yeah, eventually. I did did not. (laughs) I don't know if I've missed that or if I'm just an idiot or if this movie's so bad I'd given up by this point. (laughs) I think I was still probably laughing at them strutting. Anyway, they go back to the police station and some background cop has done some research and she's basically narrowed it down to a list of five people. I thought it was a few more than that. It was. And then, it was it, 12. But Rooney just goes, right, Chris Kellerman, it's him. <laughs> this is what blew my mind. So she's like, right, there's been 12 people. And he's like, put the list on the wall. And then he's, and then only five appear. I and think then, they looked at his first. Yeah. Like, rather than, rather okay, than archers. Yeah. And then he goes, right, yeah, it's this guy. He, was, he owned a toy shop, wasn't he? Yeah. It? So uh, he must have been toys. The, yeah. So he sold the model railway to our guy. That's where we need to go. We need to go to this guy's toy shop. <laughs> My note here says, they instantly narrow it down to one, something about toys. Yeah, don't even need to look at anyone else. <laughs> no, they're not going to either. Um, so they go to a house and find another dead body. Yeah. Um, straight away. Um, uh, but when they get there, there's hangman games all over the wall. There's pictures all over the wall. Yeah, of all the other victims. Of all the other victims, of, of everything of that's Rooney, gone, including pictures of, of Rooney and his wife and of Archer. Of Davis. Yeah, there's, yeah, everybody. Uh, and then a dead body sitting on a chair in the middle of the room. So this is clearly where the hangman guy has been hanging out yeah. and doing his stuff. His planning. So uh, Rooney's like, right, Christy, you really do need to go home now. This is getting stupid. Yeah. This is dangerous. And Archer goes... No, because because uh, first Archer goes well solved case solved. This yeah, he is does. The guy. <laughs> he does. Archer's like, yeah, this is the guy, this dead guy in the chair. And Christie's like, it's over. And Rooney's like, mm, it might be. And Archer's like, yeah, it might be. Why don't you go home? Yeah, and I was like, for some, I just put this was really weird the way both cops basically push her out the door and yeah. say, go home, yeah, little lady. Archer's like, Archer's really keen to get her to go home. He's like, yeah. he take he even takes I her out. One of them was going to turn on the other. Yeah, the co- uh, like. But no, it's just terribly edited. It really is. Archer even takes her out and gives it to another cop and says, right, make sure she gets home all right. And Rooney's like, I don't think this is our guy. Yeah, then we cut to them having a drink back in the police station. And Rooney's like, I'm not sure it's over. Yeah. Why would he just stop? Why would he just stop? We've not got all the letters. Why would he just kill himself now? It doesn't make any sense. And Archer just goes, well, things, life, life doesn't always make sense. I think this is Pacino just being bored of being in this film. He wants to go in himself. I just put, uh, Archer says things don't always make sense. A lot like this movie. (laughs) So Rooney then says, you know what we need to do? Christy's been recording all of this. We need to go to Christy's apartment, who we've just sent home, 
and listen to some of her recordings. Why is why have you not had some schlub doing this already? To, they're like, right, we need to go and listen to these right now. Right now, this very instant, we need to go and listen at Christy's apartment. What's Christy doing at home? Listening to the recordings. Yes. Um, but not for very long because somebody attacks her. She's looking, listening to the specific recording from the night of the murder at the abattoir. Yes. And just as they're on their way to her, she's listening to the exact recording where the killer, who somehow, remember, she dropped her phone yeah, and he, got her he phone picked her up, had recorded a, a voice note to her saying, one scar's not enough for you. Yeah. And then he bursts out the wardrobe. She's got a scar on her head. Yeah. Which Britney Stowe has got this scar on her head. So they've just written it into the story. And then he's burst out the wardrobe. They have a bit of a fight. He eventually knocks her out. Yeah. Then our guys turn up. Archer and Rooney turn up. Uh, they're too late though. They can. They knew even before they got there that something was happening because they both turned up with their guns out. Yeah. Pure only because Christy didn't answer the phone. That's the only evidence they've got. Um, and then <laughs> Archer, whilst he's in the Christie's apartment, finds a skull pendant on yeah. the floor. Exactly. Again, first thing he puts his hands on. Yeah. Literally walks straight up to it, picks it up, knows exactly what it is because he recognises it from the car that sideswiped him at the beginning of the film. A year or so ago. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> and it's the pendant from that. It looked like a scream mask. I don't know what was going on there. Um, and then we meet the hangman for the first time. We meet our yeah. killer. Christy wakes up. She's in a noose. This isn't like a, a whodunit type of movie. We've never seen this guy before. We have no, no idea who he is. Um, yeah, she's in a hoose. She's in a hoose. <laughs> Who let this moose loose about this hoose? Uh, she's in a house. Uh, fuck's sake. <laughs> she's got a noose around her neck. And it's been strung up. And he's, he's kind of tied it around a ceiling fan. So yep. has, if he presses this button, it, the fan will start and Correct. she'll get lifted up. Um, and he's also recording her and broadcasting her live from somewhere. But to do this, he's using a camcorder, and which is the ability to broadcast live. I don't know how what he's doing or how he's doing it, but he's doing it. Then Archer. We go back to Archer and I Rooney. I love this. This was brilliant. <laughs> and Archer instantly knows who this guy is, yeah. who this guy's dad was, and how this guy's dad died. Yeah. He says, I know who our killer is. Yeah. Because uh, of this pendant. Yeah. It's... Uh, Jimmy somebody. Uh, yeah. And... I knew his dad. Oh, I knew of his dad. I, I met him as a kid. Yeah. His dad hung himself in front of him. Then he looks at his watch and he went, it was 20 years ago to this very day. <laughs> and I'm like, how does he know all of this? And it is explained how he knows it, but there's no way. There's no way he knows it. I've written in big capital letters, ridiculous. Um, anyway, the police are all watching Christy being broadcast live. Um, <laughs> this was ridiculous as well. So Rooney and Archer can't see this live broadcast. No. So they're on the phone to the captain in the police station who's watching it. And Rooney says, can you see anything in the background that might help us know who it is? And the captain goes, mm, there's some plaques on the wall. And Rooney goes, oh, it must be a public graveyard. <laughs> um, there's only four in the city and it's got to be this one. Because it's the one they were at earlier. it's the one they were at earlier. Yeah. Just from this one plaque that you can see in the background, which incidentally, you can't see in the footage. Um, so they just head straight there. They know exactly where she is. Um, <laughs> how do they know all of this shit is my next note. Um, Christy's trying to keep him talking because he's trying to kill her. Um, and he wants to talk. Um, so he's answering her questions. He's telling her what's going on. And then Archer shows up. And it turns out this is where it's revealed that it's one of Archer's old cases. He knew Jimmy yeah. as a kid. Um, 
And he, he starts taking the blame. He's like, it's all my fault. I abandoned you when I was a kid. Yeah, I just I just went out from work and you went into care and yeah, got fucked and I, up. I never thought about you again. I should have thought about you more. But he's really patronising. He's awful. Yeah, it's, it's bad. <laughs> this is the, Pacino's been bad all the way through this film. This is the worst piece of acting I've seen in a very long time by anybody. By, uh, people in theatre of fear are better than Al Pacino <laughs> is in this scene. He's so bad. Um, I've written here, people slag off Nicolas Cage for overacting. And Pacino is overacting like fuck in that scene. Pacino's worse than Cage has ever been in that scene. I'm, I'm telling you. Archer offers to swap, doesn't he? He does. He it's says, like, get, get let Christy, Christy down, down, put me in there. Yeah, I, I messed you up. Yeah, it's all my fault. Um, and then Rooney comes up behind and shoots at him. Shoots at Jimmy. Yeah, wounds him. Wounds him. Um, and they rescue Christy. They do. She, she starts raising up to the ceiling, but they manage to, manage to get her down. How do they get her down? I shoot the rope. Shoot the rope. <laughs> they rescue her and they both go after him. They both go chase after Jimmy. Uh, there's a big fight on some stairs. And again, some really, really awful editing. I cannot even describe... I had to watch this several times I watched this as well. Three times. I cannot describe... I don't even know if I can describe what happens here. Nope. So there's like a three-way struggle. It's a spiral staircase yeah, with, with a, an open drop in the middle. Yeah. And... Jim is kind of getting the better of Rooney. Yeah. Even though Jim is wounded. Yeah. And significantly smaller. Yes. Significantly smaller. But then Archer kind of just jumps them. Do you want to tell me what you think happened? Archer, I'll tell you what I Archer think Archer kind happened. of jumps them. Yeah. Lifts or gives, gives Rooney help in lifting Jimmy up. Yeah. He's sort of tipping over the edge of the stairwell yeah but archer also is lifted up yeah in the struggle and whereas jimmy goes over the edge down the central big hole of this stairwell archer lands back first on a post basically <laughs> yes but all that happens in about 0.1 of a second yeah you don't see any of that there's just a really bad cut yeah what it looked like happened to me is Archer comes up, grabs Jimmy's legs, pushes him over. And as he goes over, he kind of gets taken backwards yeah. and falls down the stairs himself. So he doesn't fall through the stairs, No, falls I back he, down the stairs. He clearly, he went backwards. He's, he's, there was a, like a crunch as his back hit like the top of this post. Yeah. And then he tumbles down, down the, the stairs. stairs. But, but I, it was the back injury that did for him. Yeah. Yeah, because... But I, my him. brain's putting a lot of that together because that's not necessarily what the camera showed me the, the camera didn't show you anything <laughs> it showed you the back of jimmy being lifted and then suddenly archer's dead and that's exactly what happens Ro rooney runs down the stairs pacino does a very 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 bad dying scene where you can't understand a word of what he's saying i've no idea what he was saying oh, no, no he solves the hangman oh does he yeah he says i'm i why is he i i because well, he's the last fucking letter because he's looking over Rooney's shoulder and there's a massive hangman on the wall and it's yeah, the, yeah. Completed, and it's the word. completed word and he says I'm I and the, the word is but the problem is uh, Chris, Christy was supposed to be the other I so the word is ev ev but how did ev this guy know that he was going to kill Archer exactly <laughs> so how was he the other I so it's a victonium Right. It's basically eviction with an EM on the end. So yeah. it's a good job he speaks fucking Latin because I don't know how they'd have worked that out <laughs> otherwise. What does it mean? Basically, Jimmy's dad hung himself. 
because he was served an eviction notice from their house in the flashback. Fuck off. So. <laughs> Fuck off. Is that real? Yeah. So that's eviction So it's notice. Latin for eviction? Yeah, yeah. It's eviction with EM on the end. <laughs> oh my goodness. And the police could not work this out. And and that whole bit at the start when, when uh, Arch is in his car when we first meet him waiting for the donut shop to be open and he says, oh yeah, I do. I told the crossword in Latin because it just yeah. keeps my brain going. <laughs> it says eviction. It's got an EM on the end. Because he was being evicted and that's why he killed himself. It's, that's why his dad killed, killed himself, himself and that's led to Jimmy's life being terrible, yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I've heard of some terrible motives. Um yeah, and that's the last time we see the. It's the only we get a br- very brief glimpse of the word, and that's the, but they never explain. Do they ever explain what the word is? No, you've had to we research that yourself. Yeah, you see the word. On the, we see the completed word over Rune. They don't explain to us what or why no. that word has been chosen. Yeah, fuck's sake. Uh, when and they then, look, oh, th- and then <laughs> is this the worst part of this movie? So oh. Arch is dead. Rune is upset. Arch has fallen down what appears to be four stairs and died. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rooney looks over the sort of into the central yeah. gap of this down, stairwell, probably twenty flights down. And Jim is there on his back yeah. at the bottom in a pool of blood, still alive, gurgling, alive, yeah. And Rooney just murders him. Yeah, it does flat out just murders just him. Just points the gun down the stairs and shoots him. I mean, that is you're not allowed to do that. No, that's murder. Even if this man has killed your wife and now your best friend. That's still you can't do that. He's lying, dying, on the <laughs> on the floor. Yeah, he just murders him, straight out, flat out murders him. Yeah, in front of Christie as well. It's not like he can hide it. In front of a reporter, a cop kills a man. But it doesn't seem to matter in this world because now it's Archer's funeral. Everyone's sad. Everyone's sad. He's getting to a he's getting a full on cop's funeral with gun salutes and stuff like that. Uh, Rooney though decides I'm going to leave this funeral. I'm going to have a look at my wife's grave. Yeah, because that's just that's in this cemetery as well. Yep, goes over to his wife's. Gr- oh, I hated this. The absolute bollocks on this film. <laughs> the to absolute s- to suggest ego of this, of this director. This is a sequel tease. So the <laughs> what a pair. I, I I just want somebody to explain to me why. So he goes to his wife's grave. A little kid comes up to him. Yeah, who says, we've never met before. Hey, Mister, this is. For I've you. got this note for you. And he opens up this piece of paper and inside is a new hangman game with one letter on it. Yeah. An A. And then the film just ends. The film just ends. The Rooney at no point makes any effort to go to the kid. Who give you that? Where's that come from? Yeah, that's the end of the movie. Uh, with a big sequel tease because they thought this movie was going to do well. 140 grand at the box office this movie made. Wow. 140 grand. That's not even enough to pay Al Pacino's PA. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I kind of got to give it a bit of respect for teasing that the, sequel. The absolute ego balls on that <laughs> is brilliant. Who is it? Everyone's dead. Yeah, exactly. It's Christy. <laughs> it's got to be. She's the only one still alive. Or the captain. I mean, this is a terrible movie. <laughs> I kind of want to see the sequel. <laughs> I would be all that. 100% up to watching the sequel. I did not have a bad time watching this movie. Uh, this is one of those movies that is so bad that you can laugh and enjoy. Yeah. Because it is, it's so bad. It's funny and properly. Like, how have all the, how have these three stars, stars got involved in in this? Full on Hollywood stars, the biggest Hollywood star, arguably. Yeah. Al Pacino has read this script and gone, "I'll make that." Yeah, 
That's, how many scripts do you reckon Al Pacino gets sent every year? It, well, exactly. <laughs> and this is the one you chose to do? Yeah. It's it's absolute bonkers. And how how is this movie? How is this movie got Michael Corleone, Judge Dredd, <laughs> and the woman the from, from Pitch, Pitch Perfect, Perfect in it? I've no idea. This movie. I've no idea. All I can think is that the director's got something over all of them, and he's like, "Will you be in my movie, please?" Or I'm going to reveal. I I would like I said earlier. I I I do really want to give this a bit of benefit of the doubt and hope that. There's a better movie in script, and Somewhere on there's the a lot of stuff on the cutting movie. room floor. I because don't think there is. I genuinely don't think there is. It's it's um it's an oh it's an absolute mess. It's an abomination. It's a, a complete shit show. It is an abomination of a movie. It's dreadful. But I had a fun time. Oh, hundred percent. This this might be one of the most plot hole filled movies. Yeah. We have ever seen on this show. Absolutely. It is. At times, just nonsensical. For most of it, it is nonsensical. There's not a lot of it that yeah. makes sense. Like it, most it, of it is nonsensical. The fact that it thinks we've got this really, we've got this clever, you know, serial killer genius. Yeah. None of it links together. It's all totally dependent on blind luck and timing. And of coincidence. When, yeah. Stuff just happens because it needs to happen at that time. Yeah. It's not. It's all. It's terribly written. It's terribly plotted. It all just relies on. Cause stuff happens, and everyone's awful in it. <laughs> everyone's awful in it. But it flew by, and I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, completely. This but is... I didn't enjoy it because it was good. No, absolutely not. This Al Pacino is worse in this film than Nicolas Cage has ever been in any film he's done. Al Pacino is so bad in this movie. I couldn't believe that I was watching Al Pacino act. I was like, that can't be Al Pacino because it is so bad that somebody just looks like him. Yeah, it's, like, like, it's, out, and it's like Weekend at Burn is Al Pacino, yeah. this is. He is 100% dialing this movie in. He has turned up, read some lines in a funny voice and gone home again. <laughs> that is exactly what's happened. It, but, is, it is awful in this movie. Carl Urban's really bad as well. Yes, he is. And he's a really good actor. He and, and he's got really good charisma. And I don't know a how great that's... presence, but he's, he's in this and he hasn't got any of those things in there. I don't know how that's the same guy who's in The Boys. Because yeah. he's fantastic in the boys, and I don't know how that's the same person. Thing is, if if you get Pacino signed up to this first, yeah, then you Carl can, you can have taking anybody. your call. You can have and going. Yeah, I'm working with Pacino. Okay, that's exactly what's happened. Yeah, Pacino signed up for this movie, and that's how they've got the rest of the cast. But I don't, I don't know. It's like somebody's gone. It's like somebody's made an AI Al Pacino. It's it's awful. His performance is one of the worst performances we've ever seen, and he's one of the best actors in the world. And it does. It makes no sense to me. Even when Al Pacino's dialing something in, he should be a lot better than this. He's. He's. I can't put into words how bad Al Pacino. But, but part of that is down to how, how bad, this is written, yeah, and how bad it's directed, and yeah. how bad it's been edited. It's. It's woeful. There's nothing good to say about this movie other than the fact that it's so bad that it's fun to watch. Yeah. That is. That is the only good thing you can say about. I this laughed movie. a lot. A lot in this. I the last two weeks we've done comedy movies and I laughed much more in this than I did in both of them <laughs> put together probably I'm, I'm not going to ask you what the best thing about it is because there isn't anything good about all it. of it it's, all of it none of it is good all of it is good yeah and I'm not going to ask you what you would change about it because we haven't got time <laughs> I'll just get just go watch seven everything. instead we've, look how long we've been recording for 
This is going to be the longest episode we've done in ages. Right, we need to close off the season eight stream table by entering Hangman into it. I'm going to read all of them. Sure. Because it's the finale. Currently at the bottom of the stream is Smart Christmas at 24. 23 is Dangerous Lies. 22 is Fear to a Fear, a.k.a. The Midnight Horror Show. 21 is Needle in a Time Stack. 20 is Another Round. 19 is The Mansion. 18 is Trumps. 17 is The Ledge. 16 is Take the Ten. 15, Rose Island. 14, The Bridge Curse. 13, Go-Karts. 12, The Cleanse. 11, You Are Not My Mother. The top 10 currently are The Giver. 9, Double World. 8, The Legacy of a White-Tailed Deer Hunter. 7, Headshot. 6, Below Zero. 5, Blasted. 4, A Futile and Stupid Gesture. Number three is Netcha Reborn. Number two is Old People. And currently at the top of the stream table, and I feel like might still be there towards the end, is The Decline. Sure. Where does this one go? Uh, I have to put this in the bottom five. Yes. As much as I enjoyed it, I'm sorry. It depends. only gets you so far. Yeah. You, this is a very fun watch for the wrong reasons. Yeah. This isn't a good movie, so it does. I think you're right. It does have to go in the bottom five. Um, Having said that. <laughs> those bottom five currently are dreadful films. I think I had more fun watching this than the bottom four. I th- I, my, my, my gut is telling me this goes just below another round. Okay. Which I didn't like. No. But... I hated that. I can accept had... Although not as good as it thinks it is, it did have a couple of decent performances in it. Yeah, it's probably... Very, it's quite similar to this as well, because it's got quite a good cast. But it's a dreadful film. So there's there's a, there's a sign there, I guess. Um, I would maybe put it the other side of another round. I think... <laughs> I I I really I really disliked another round. I thought it was quite dull. Um, but we were it's semantics, isn't it? The man. I, I don't care which side it goes. <laughs> if you want me to make it easier, I don't. <laughs> okay. I purely on the fact that this is quite entertaining to watch, which I know you said doesn't get you anywhere. But if you were going to make me watch this or another round again, I'm going to watch this again. Yeah, I'm not. I don't need to ever watch another round. So again. for that reason alone, I think it needs to go over another yeah, round. Fine, I don't. That's fine. But it is. It is a dreadful movie that shouldn't be this far down the stream. Yeah. They are the worst six movers in this. So that puts it at twentieth, so which is bottom six. Yeah. So that's it. That is our completed stream table. Yeah. The decline has hung on for quite a long time at number yeah. one. Most of the season it's been there and has won the season eight stream tab. What yeah. do you think? Uh, good movie. Yeah. I think the top four are, are, are head and shoulders above anything below them. I'd go top five. I think Blasted's good. No, Blasted's good. Yeah. But I, I think I think it, I think I think it can there. swing with... I think, it, I think the gap's below that. Okay, fine. Personally. Yeah, I think this is the... By virtue of it was most fun... Hangman is the best worst movie of the season. Yes. Yeah, there's a gap there then as yeah. well, isn't there? Yeah. But my God, it's awful. <laughs> it's dreadful. Ooh. So at some point over the next few weeks, we're going to do a, an episode of The Wave where we're going to break down the entire stream table. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about all the films detail. again. We're doing a bit more detail. So that is your completed stream table. Hangman goes in at number 20. So 
The Decline has won season eight and Smart Christmas is bottom of the stream. Yeah. The Christmas movie came bottom. Who'd have funk it? Right, well, we could probably get out of it then. We don't need to pick a film because we're not doing a movie show next week. For the next couple of weeks, there's not going to be a movie show. Yeah, we ran through the details. We did run through the details on the, on wave. the wave, so get that there. I'll put them out on the socials as well. Yeah. There's, there's going to be a, a few unusual weeks on bottom of the stream, but the Botskas are coming. Only a couple. Yeah, the Botskas are coming. The Botskas are going to be live on video in the Discord, so there's no better time to join the Discord. Um and then we'll release that as a as, a, as an audio episode, episode as well as yeah. normal, hundred percent. So yeah, um, I guess I'll just run through the socials and we'll go home, shall we? Yeah. So check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterbox at bots underscore podcast. Uh, if you want to drop us an email, our email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com and our website is bottom of the stream On there, you will find every episode we've ever recorded, loads of other cool stuff, and you can even buy some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream child's rucksack. Child's rucksack. Yeah, I was gonna say like board game, <laughs> like something to do with hangman. And I was like, nah, you need something to carry it in. Child's rucksack. To be fair, you probably can I get, get a bottom of the stream rucksack. That'd be cool. Yeah, take my picnics in it and things. Get one. I think I'm pretty sure there is one. I, on, there I think is. there's a tote bag on there as well and a man bag. Yeah. yeah, do all of that. Head over to Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/bottomofthestream. On there, for a couple of quid every month, you will get early access to episodes. You get bonus episodes. You get a wild card. No, you get a newsletter that Nick writes every month. And if you come in at the top level, you'll get a wild card, which means that you can try and compete with us to pick the best film of the season uh, with us and the rest of our patrons. And you might win a prize like Ross Cook has done. He won this season's wild card race. Yeah. He has selected his prize. He has selected his prize. Stay tuned for that. We will reveal all soon. You're a mum mug. Okay. Um, and then after you've done all that, head over to the Discord. The Discord is a group of fun-loving, movie-loving people. There is no better time to join the Discord because it is the only way you're going to be able to watch the Botskas live and on video in person. We're yeah. going to broadcast ourselves to you. Um, with your moustache. With my moustache. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's no better time to join the Discord. It's a great community of brilliant people. Please join it as soon as you can. The Discord link will be in the show notes. If you can spare a few minutes, please consider leaving us a rating and review anywhere you can rate and review podcasts because it really helps us. It helps get our little show in front of the eyes and therefore in the ears of more people. You can do that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podchaser, iHeartRadio, Pandora. What's that new one? Listen Notes. Listen Notes. I need to get that in my head and <laughs> I will add that on here. Uh, and many, many, many more. Come find us. You won't regret it. You will not regret it at all. So that is another season complete. Thank you for listening for another season. Um, we'll be back whenever we're back. We're back. We're the, every Monday there's going to be an episode. Yeah. Whether it be a wave, whether it be the Botskas, everything like that. Thursdays are going to be a bit of touch and go for the next few weeks. But every Monday at least there's going to be an episode. So yeah, we'll be back on Monday for we'll, an episode. We'll be back as normal with the movie show in a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks time. Uh, which... Which will be the start of season nine. But in the meantime, I'd just like to say thank you for everyone who has downloaded or listened to us this season, whether it's one episode or all 50. Yeah. Uh, just <laughs> 50 episodes a season. We, we appreciate and we love you all. And We uh, absolutely do. And we wouldn't do it if uh, you guys didn't listen. So thanks for listening, I guess. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. 100%. Very good. We love you. We'll be back next Monday for a wave. Cheers. Bye.